Uh, well, I've been working on a new song. Do you oh, hear, okay. Do you want to hear uh, a little I, bit of it, a little sampling? Of course, I, of course, I'd love to hear it. Hold on, let me uh, let me refresh my memory here. Fresh from the vaults. What are we talking? Like, is it like a, a beats type thing, or is it uh, like air horns in it, it? I'm I'm feeling it like kind of like a hard rock song. Okay, kind of. Uh, you like making love? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Here we go. I see you got that lab coat, baby. Looking mighty fine. Why don't you mm. give me that vaccine, baby? Give it from behind. Oh boy. Shove that vaccine deep inside of me. You know, a little provocative here. Um Get well, that vaccine deep inside of me. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> man oh. if you could get a four for four and the vaccine <laughs> like all in one go dude I'm that's, sold. A, that's a texas trifecta i think actually if you can get a gun there as well <laughs> yeah oh yeah and then if you oh, could lose man. your power and water uh, oh, after that man. yeah yeah if you can deregulate your entire uh you know power grid and uh, just just so you can avoid the green energy mm. yeah yeah man living in austin texas this past mm. week or so it's been fucking wild man it's been wild <laughs> to all of our uh free ballers listeners in mm. texas and the uh, surrounding areas affected by the shit uh coming from one of you mm. fucking sucked and i hope <laughs> y'all got through it okay uh, for real man Despite the apocalypse, the NBA still goes on. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, you know, welcome to the Free Ballers podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Alex, joined by your other host, John. What's up, John? I'm other host, John. Hello, my Alex. guy. Not to brag, but I'm warm and toasty in my apartment here in California. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Um for that and mm. uh, the free ballers podcast is now brought to you by blue wire hustle wow. <laughs> yes that's right folks you might have seen on our social media we got a little bit of a a little bit of a glow up, a little bit of a facelift and uh, we're super excited to be a part of blue wire hustle and we're ready to take this here podcast to the next level via your ear holes. Let's go. Mars. Super excited about the whole thing and uh, Same. really, really looking forward to what's to come for the free ballers. So everybody listening, it's a good time to smash that subscribe button. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking smash that like button y'all like i don't even care if whatever you're hearing this on don't have a like button smash smash something that resembles a like button nearby 
when he says smash, I mean, treat your computer, you know, with respect, right? I mean, just tap the button lightly because that's all that technically you need to do, right? I mean, I never get why somebody says smash anyways. It's true. That's Let's part of my smash. new comedy act right there. Let's that's smash, my, uh, y'all. Yeah. Let's that smash. like button. Uh, Let's smash that button to subscribe to the Free Ballers podcast and leave a five star review and check out the other Blue Wire podcasts that are around. Uh, they got some uh, good content there, actually. So yeah. talented folks. Lots of our fellow hustlers are doing their thing. Yeah, thirty nine years old. I finally get to be called a hustler, man. Absolutely. So uh, you know what I'm saying. Being that I'm fresh out of the snow apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell happened? What the <laughs> hell has been happening in the NBA? Yeah, you must be a little behind, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I am. Uh, I guess I'm happy to catch you up, man. I just feel like, uh, well, you know, we live in this 24-hour news cycle, so I guess there's kind of news every single day anyways. Um, man, I'll, I'll catch you up, though, baby bird. Um, I mean, I'll start with some heat stuff, uh, if that's what you oh, want. I'm all, I'm all caught up on that, thankfully. Oh, okay, I'll feed yeah, you. Okay, I'll, so you made sure. I'm going to okay. save that for later. I'm going to save that little oh. morsel for okay. dessert. I actually am going to give uh, one, my OK OK award uh, to the heat, as a matter of fact. Uh, but, we'll, like, yeah, no, you're right. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that later because I had a hard time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a last resort. I had a hard time giving it to anybody else. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all, right, so, all right, sneak preview, yeah, yeah. y'all. Tune they, in. They, they earned it, you know? Yeah. Right now, just smash that forward 30 seconds button like a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> fuck all whatever we're about to say. Get to that part. Again, I really got to suggest just tapping it lightly. I don't like when somebody tells me to smash anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yes, gently caress that like button, y'all. That's gently. another thing I like to hear from. Well, anyways, whatever. We can, we can skip past anything yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> Subscribe, but do it gently and smooth. Yeah. Well, um, so uh, let me see. Where where can I where can I start where can I start you off, Alex? Um, the All Star Game starters are uh, are official. Uh, is that is that something is that something you are caught up on? Or I mean, am I am I is this news to you? Wow. Yeah. So the All Star starters being announced. Uh, what what are your thoughts on them? On them? Would you like to fill in the free ballers out there? Uh, who they are? Well, um, for those in Texas, um, only one of your uh, one of your own is actually starting, uh, Mr. Luka Doncic. Um, and Doncic, Don- Doncic, I, do I still Doncic. say your own? I do. Okay, it's Doncic. Um, thank sure. you. Hard I, to I, resist I, the dunk, but it's no, the Doncic. <laughs> no, Kyle Lowry is, uh, is 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 the one with the dunk. But uh, so Swaggy D. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, yeah, first of all, my apologies to um, Slovenia. Slovenia, thank you. So Texas only has one player in the starting five, which not not not, not necessarily a, a bad thing or a good thing. Um, but yeah, on the West, we got Luka, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Jokic, and Kawhi. Uh, yeah, other than that, I, I have zero issues. I don't have an issue with Luka uh, Doncic, obviously. I mean, he deserves no. to be an all-star, but... I just thought it was, I mean, you, I mean, Dame Lillard is just, uh, has to be starting on a team like that. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then on the other side, we have uh, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, KD, Giannis, and Embiid. 
justice for Bradley Beal, right? Yeah, yeah, for real. Man, Bradley man. Beal finally, um, not finally making it, but you know, getting in as a starter. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he should have been a starter last year. I mean, I think, but I mean, I don't know. I guess leading the league in scoring doesn't like do enough for for people. So, so those are your Eastern and Western conference all-star starters not that it means much so if you're not familiar with how they're doing things uh now the two leading vote getters of either conference will get to choose their teams Mm -hmm. uh playground style uh like captains uh after of course the bench players are announced Mm -hmm. um and then, yeah, I saw that they're doing the uh, the twenty four point target in the final quarter thing with the Elam yeah. ending as um, the uh, as a uh, um, uh, homage to Kobe, of course. Yeah, lo- love that. I love the Elam ending. It, it was uh, it it kind of made the game really awesome last year. Yeah. Um, the only thing about the whole thing really is just like. Uh, the virus said, you know, stick that vaccine deep inside of me. Um, is it, like, you know, we've seen, we've heard Le, LeBron even come out and be like, hey, I don't, I'm not really like stoked to have an all-star game. Like, yeah. He, you know, uh, we've seen some big time dudes come out and say, uh, kind of speak out um, against the, the having one. And so uh, it seems pretty clear, you know, it's it's a money grab. I mean, the whole thing's a money grab. Uh, I guess we could just hope that, uh, you know, it's not it doesn't it doesn't become like a, a fucking spreader event. And um, the only the only thing that makes it unique is, you know, we have all of the top talent of the NBA there. So if one of those guys uh, passes the virus to to along in that environment, we're, now we're talking about like all the best players are, yes. are yeah. testing positive or having to be held out to uh, quarantine or who knows what. Well, I assume the NBA um, powers that be thought of that. So, I mean, so here's two things I'm assuming. One, that they thought of that and they're not worried, right, of a super spreader event happening. Because if you get a bunch of all-stars sick and they're missing games you're losing money on the games that happen after the all-star game right yeah so i'm assuming like i said that the nba powers that be thought of that i'm also assuming that and i didn't realize how much money the all-star game actually makes the nba apparently they can't seem to go without it right they have to have it is what i'm starting to realize i didn't really i mean maybe i'm just not as turned on by the all-star games i used to be when i first started watching the nba but um yeah i i guess this must do something for them every year otherwise they wouldn't keep doing it they they seem to keep finding reasons to keep it going so even though we've pretty much run out of ideas for how to dunk a basketball (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah they've pretty much done everything the last good one was of course the one with you know zach levine um, and Aaron Gordon, um, yeah, but yeah. even that one, I didn't expect it to be good. It just kind of, kind of lucked out and it just happened to be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still, I, I enjoy the three point competition. I think that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, you know, last year's all-star game was the first time in a long time that I actually was kind of entertained by it at all. And like you said, cause of the Elam rule, 
Um, and because, yeah. And, and because, you know, it's not East and West that, that kind of, I, I was pretty much a fan of that too. I didn't, I like, I didn't like how it had to be East versus West all the time, but yeah. Yeah. I like the way they've, uh, recently jazzed it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I could sit here and be like, man, like why are they even having the all-star game or they should have just announced the all-star team. So the guys get their accolades, but not actually do the thing. Yeah, um, that's fine. I, I would have gone with that. I think the mayor of Atlanta was like, this is for TV only. Like they no, they, she doesn't want people actually trying to go to this thing or yeah. be, take part in any, uh, festivities. It's not that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I could sit here and go off on all that stuff, but I mean, that's kind of out the window where, you know, these guys are traveling and playing games that it's been a crazy season dealing with that stuff. Uh, I feel like, uh, as a heat fan, I'm like, uh, we've seen like the shit end of it really of like how bad it can get. Um, and, and, and it's not even the worst it could get, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. And, uh, you know, the vaccines being distributed, I think I saw um, we are now um, we are now giving more doses of the vaccine per uh, per day than Canada has in total. Um, really? So, yeah, I saw that on Reddit. You know what I'm saying? So, to, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but if, but that's Brain a good sign. Yeah, and uh, and I think Biden a few weeks ago announced that we have purchased enough doses of the vaccine for all every American. So, uh, you know, he secured the bag, and uh, we just have to go forward and hope that that's gonna offset um, the what we've seen take place over this past year. And I and it and it will. So as more people get the vaccine, you know, then we'll we'll finally be able to like stop fucking thinking about this shit as much. Yeah, I I was kind of um you know I was looking at the um, current standings and they seem a little um a little more how should I put it a little more um muddy I guess for for lack of a better word than normal um maybe not mm-hmm. so much in the West, the West still looks like a normal NBA season, like as if there are fans in the stands. But yeah. the East, the East, even though the East is typically worse than the West as far as as far as anything goes, for whatever reason, um, it it appears everything's just kind of up in the air. I mean, any team could change spots from like eighth to first, you know, within a few games. Um, mm-hmm. it, it looks it looks it looks muddy, and that and that actually it makes the games more interesting that way personally um let me yeah. just to give you an example in the west you know uh between uh, the one and, well i was gonna say between the one and eight seeds but of course you have to sort of look uh one and ten now because of the um play, the play game. yeah but there's 10 games between the jazz and the mavericks right there's 10 games you look out in the east and you have the heat who at 13 and 17 can still technically make the playoffs um, and mm-hmm. they're only six and a half mm-hmm. games behind Philly, who's who's tops. So yeah, um, yeah. the East is just muddy. And I wonder if that is a product of it just being the Eastern Conference, or if teams are losing more games than normal, or games that they wouldn't normally lose, I should say, because of there not being any fans in the stands and home court advantage is going away. I, I think don't know. Uh, the the home court advantage going away thing and the no fans is definitely a factor. And uh, because then you have on top of that, the schedule with like the kind of baseball-esque, but like Mm. uh, 
series happening. And uh, it's kind of feels like, man, it's a toss up. Like you don't really know. It doesn't really matter anymore if it's home or away. Mm-hmm. But I would also say that uh, there's, I think there's, it's kind of like just more parody in the East. Uh, yeah, For there's sure. a, the, some of those teams that we used to joke about, like the Hornets and the Knicks and shit, uh, yeah. um, or or even the Bulls or something like that. Um, these are good teams now. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're they're not bad teams anymore. So uh, there's I think it's just a lot more parity in the East. And uh, as far as like shaping things up to find, to lock it down to eight teams come playoff time, uh, to quote uh, the great Jim Ross from WWE is going to be a slobber knocker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the term slobber knocker. Um, I will allow your wrestling references because I don't know any, but because um, <laughs> that'll bring people in. But uh, sure, slobber knocker. Hell yeah, brother. Um, yeah, um, the West is also very competitive but i mean uh they also they also get to beat up on well shit it's hard yeah i don't i don't really know i mean it's nothing i mean when you look at the bottom of either conference like the so the bottom of the west is the timberwolves 7 and 24 terrible record bottom of the east is detroit 8 and 22 terrible record so as you go up and up and up, but, but when you look at like a team that can make the playoff, like they're all their playoff teams are all 500 or above basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The East is like, if the heat are 10th and they're four games, I mean, no offense, they're four games under 500. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh and, and they, but here's the, the parody thing is like t- a team like Detroit at the bottom of the East has beat some of the better teams in the league as a whole. Mm-hmm. I believe they went against the Lakers, yeah. uh, your heat, my Celtics. Yeah. They Jeremy have been Jeremy Grant is amazing. And I'm sad. Uh, so I guess that's where I'm pivoting. Most improved player for Jeremy yeah, Grant. I, I think, uh, he has to he win does, it. yeah, if he doesn't get it, man, it's, it'd be a travesty. Like, uh, he's amazing. I mean, I, it just sucks that he's stuck now in Detroit, but yeah. And I've only thought about this for like 30 seconds, but still, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's got to get it, man, because, uh, no, he, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're losing and stuff, but they're going to, they're going to now be able to pivot towards building around him. I feel because, uh, you know, I guess they saw, I mean, he was fantastic in last year's playoffs, but I didn't know he was like this though. Yeah. Um, Dude is balling. He's super fun to watch. And um, yeah, like, like, like you said, I, I, this helps Detroit out a lot because I mean, I don't see who else they're going to build around there. Basically uh, you start with him and then just go, that's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have, they're starting to collect some good young players. And uh, one thing I did catch was uh, a couple of like trade deadline slash buyout kind of dudes kind of coming to the forefront. Um, speaking of Detroit, they mm. they announced that they're basically moving on from Blake Griffin, and uh, yeah, I saw this too. That you know they're gonna try to come to, uh, they're gonna try to figure out uh, either via trade or or buyout. You know uh, what what the future holds for him, and I uh, also saw similar thing with uh, Demarcus Cousins on the Rockets. 
um, isn't Andre Drummond going through the same thing with Cleveland? Yes, I believe Andre yeah. Drummond with Cleveland, yeah. and uh, so that's kind of interesting because I I think the trade deadline's coming up soon here in March, it and is. um, then you also have the the buyout market that always happens. Uh, so those those some interesting pieces because uh, even though Blake Griffin just doesn't seem right to me this this year, the times I've seen him play, he he something ain't right. I don't know. If something's an off yeah yeah it's um, a health it's thing age or yeah exactly like i don't know if it's something he can recover from or yeah. if that or if the you know the it's time to wrap it up but um yeah has he i mean has he sort of um has his youth and athleticism and the athleticism that he had when he was younger did that sort of mask the fact that like he's not as skilled of a basketball player as we think he is I think that that used to be true, but in the last few seasons, uh, I was really impressed with uh, the way he improved his game and developed it. Like uh, his three point shooting, uh, yes. like, you know, when he came into the league, he's just dunking all day. And now, yeah. you know, he's out there on the perimeter handling the ball and like popping threes and stuff while still able to do the other things. But uh, so I can't really say that, but I think it's just the health. I think it's, uh, you know, that we're talking about a guy who missed his entire rookie season because of an injury. Um, the, those knee injuries just uh, start adding up. And uh, at least the when I saw him most recently, it, it, it seemed like he just didn't have the legs, you know. Uh, he, he has the skills, but I think, it, you know, his body is is not this what it used to be well i mean he seems to think he can help out somebody because he him and detroit have not come to a an agreement so they're going to ship him somewhere and get something back in return i just don't know where he goes um yeah i i'm hoping that the Celtics don't use their trade exception on him um yeah because i don't, I don't think that's it's worth it to be honest um yeah See, he's that's the thing. I'd have to know about his knees. And like if if it's a matter of like just give this guy some good time off and let him recover, you know what I mean? Then I might be willing to take a flyer on it if it's like a buyout thing or sure. or even a trade exception thing, provided there's no better options. But um, you know, he's probably the more risk he's pretty he has to be the riskiest one i feel just because of the things oh, yeah. we talked about because yeah. then you have uh, like cousins and drummond and uh, they might not be ideal for for whatever your team has going on but they're good basketball players and i think they they're going to end up on a contending team like helping out you know drummond i'd say is the best out of those 3 and um i would i would consider putting him on any team right now to be honest and and uh and I would consider that team to be improved just with the addition of Drummond. Um, Cousins um, is is more professional now than he used to be. Um, mm-hmm. What I, I very simply just means the technicals are gone, right? He's out there just playing just to play. Um, he's also, but he's also, of course, been hampered by injuries. So it's um, I think you're taking a little bit of a risk on him. Um, yeah, he, but he is. I mean, he seems to be okay with coming off the bench. So that's good, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If you have, I mean, having cousins come off your bench, I think it's still a help. Um, it's 50 50 on whether he improves your team. Uh, but Blake, man, it's, I never thought I'd say it about him, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, 
he had this uh he, he had this there was something about him he just seemed like a he had you at hello <laughs> he had me at hello <laughs> uh, he just seemed like a, like a perennial all-star and like there was no question about it yeah. um but now uh something happened the, the i think the clippers knew something and shipped them off to Detroit. Well, the Clippers knew a lot of things because they they basically just retooled after Lob City. But, um, but they shipped them off to Detroit, and uh, now he's just uh, he's kind of you don't hear much about him at all. There's no highlight dunks on Sports Center. The thrill is gone. <laughs> oh man, I think he needs yeah. a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel I feel bad for the dude. Um, uh, like couple years ago i was i was hoping that something like this would happen and he would be bought out and could come to the heat but like now like you said i'm i'm kind of like man i i kind of want to steer clear i don't know if you want him now yeah yeah and unless um, you know something about him that that somebody else doesn't i guess I, i don't know but uh one one interesting thing i saw and i think it would be pretty dope um if he somehow could make a return to the Clippers and because uh, okay. the Clippers are good enough to where they don't need him, you know, like the Pistons do, you know, like the Pistons are like, bro, we need you, you know, and he's just like shuffling his feet. Uh, <laughs> if, if he's coming off the bench in on the LA Clippers, he's mm-hmm. just a little sprinkle on a, on a very exorbitant Sunday. That, yeah. <laughs> that like you know what i'm saying he's just one little part of of a of a larger thing uh he's like tripping on mushrooms like looking at at a, the stars in a planetarium and like whoa bro i'm just you know i'm just a small part of all of this <laughs> i think um tiny sprinkle on an exorbitant sunday is my favorite stevie wonder like lyric from any song <laughs> much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's always good to see a player go back to their to where they started. I feel like he just left there, though, to be honest. And so, um, plus, he doesn't he have issues with Steve Ballmer? Yeah, I saw something about like he's uh, he's gonna have to apologize or something. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't want to be in L.A. Or at least for the Clippers, that is. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. probably more of a fan a fan dream. Yeah, because uh, it had to have gone. I don't even know the details on that, but it couldn't have gone well. I I remember when they re-signed him, they put him on a T-shirt with like MLK and Gandhi and stuff. And then like a couple weeks later, it's like, all right, peace. (laughs) Like uh, that couldn't have gone well, you know? Yeah. Don't you remember there was like a clip of like uh, during like a Clippers practice and Steve Ballmer came out there to like introduce himself and uh like ignored him and ran straight to the locker room yes i do remember this so there's some issues there so he's he's not i mean i mean they can send him back there but he i don't think he'll play so yeah that's true Uh, I could see somebody. I mean, somebody like uh, I'm going on the list here. Who would take Blake Griffin? I feel like Dallas would take Blake Griffin, and for some reason, he'd go there and have a little bit of a resurgence. He wouldn't be as good as he used to be, but he'd have a little bit of a resurgence in Dallas for some reason. That seems like a team that would that doesn't mind yeah. just jumping on that. Uh, that's what Mark Cuban's kind of good for sometimes. He's like the Mark Cuban's like the how do I describe him? He's like the Quentin Tarantino of owners 
Okay. Like, like he, find, <laughs> he finds like, he finds like actors that you thought were washed up and like revives their careers. Is that kind of, yeah. is that, is that, does the analogy work there? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, you know, Blake Griffin is like his John Travolta. So just, you know, <laughs> sign Blake Griffin and, uh, maybe you'll get a little something out of him. Perhaps, a perhaps a Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I'd like to see him go to as good of a team as possible, specifically Mm -hmm. him more so than like the other dudes, just because I think Mm -hmm. that's where he'll be able to be the most effective. Uh, If he's in a team that's like not a contender, then you're going to be asking too much from him. Yeah. And plus, what's the point in going to from Detroit to like Minnesota? You know what I mean? You're just putting him on another team that's has the same identical record basically. And so he can do nothing there too. So yeah, I'm with you. Speaking of uh, what's the point. (laughs) It's time for the. Okay. 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 Awards. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you got an okay award this week, my friend. Yeah, I, I mean, I uh, I teased it a little bit, but I guess I kind of gave away the uh, the entirety of it. My okay, okay award goes to the Miami Heat for being, you know, on the cusp of they could make the playoffs still after a rough start to the season, but they just beat the Lakers. I mean, which hasn't happened yeah. in, uh, in uh, you know, a few months, uh, if I remember correctly. Can so, you feel the heat down in your soul? <laughs> Man, right. it, was tough. it was tough to give them any kind well, of god okay honestly, okay yeah that is uh that is admirable and uh appreciate your unbiased view they deserve uh, it that was a legit win they're they are climbing back they they're they're scratching and clawing to try to get back right again uh, they're trying Absolutely. to build it back better <laughs> 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 Oh yeah. They're um yeah, currently 10th. Um, so they're still, I mean, there could be an exciting little play in with them. I mean, as it stands right now with them, Chicago, Charlotte, and New York. So, which I actually, I, looking at that, it looks pretty, pretty awesome to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's quite the but, tango. Uh, it's a, it's a little bit of a tango. And actually I think to be, if I had to pick, I would say Charlotte uh, wins out there, but either way, still Miami heat gets the uh, okay award for uh, upsetting the Lakers and uh, yeah, just making them look a little bit more mortal. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see um, that when the Lakers are missing Anthony Davis, that uh, it's a little bit harder for them um, because the finals were like very frustrating because I don't think sure. most casual fans knew like how important, uh, Dragic and Bam were to the Heat in the playoffs last season, and it would be a, losing those two guys is like losing an Anthony Davis, like uh, for the Heat. Um, and so it was kind of it was kind of karmic just to see the difference where uh, you know they were clearly lagging behind without without him, you know, and it was sure. like yeah, that's that's what happens, like uh, and that's how it went down, you know. They're they're still the champions um well deserved but uh you know a little bit of uh a little bit of karmic justice there and a much needed like moral uh support victory there for the for the heat 
Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're 10th in, in your conference, like any win is a good win, but to beat the, one of the best, one of the top, you know, three teams in the other conference, that's, that's huge. Right. So especially, especially when you lost to them in the finals the previous year and you've underperformed this year, to be very honest. So, yeah, they, they've been kind of, they had lost their mojo and uh, had, had a lot of guys out from health protocols and, and COVID and whatnot. And uh, so this, this is good for them. I, this will be great for them uh, just morale wise to be, especially just being on the court against the Lakers. It's like, Oh yeah. Remember, yeah. <laughs> like, remember like yeah. just a few months ago, like, yeah. Remember we upset the bucks, then the Celtics and then went all the way to the finals and had a chance to win the championship. Yeah. 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 Um. So ho- I hope that ca- carries over as a heat fan. I hope, uh, you know, they get some momentum off of that. Speaking of the Lakers, um, well, actually, I'll, I'll just as, as a side note, and I'll let you get to your OK OK award. Um, dead last now in three point percentage, which is weird because I think they started out the season um, top of the league, uh, not the very very top, but they were like uh, ahead of a lot of people, um, and now they're dead last in three point percentage in the past like few games. Um, is that due to Anthony Davis being out? I don't think so. Um, I know he doesn't shoot threes too often, but I don't know. That's a, that's a really interesting, that's a really interesting point. I, I mean, man, I saw LeBron throw up some scrape bricks. Yeah. That air ball, that logo air ball. He did. But yeah, but yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. All of a sudden they're like dead last in the league in three point percentage, which, um, feels like that's a problem <laughs> yeah uh i think they'll i think they'll turn it around um come playoff time they don't have anyone on their roster that like screams to me like three-point shooter that's you fair. know what i mean yeah. but they do have some good shooters that like uh you know when when everything's well oiled and running right uh these they'll knock them down and it's like mm-hmm. I have a hard, I'm a little, uh, I can't go in wholeheartedly and, and just, and discount them because of what I saw them do in yeah. in the finals where they were, they were shooting the lights out. So, uh, you know, and, and they also, they've been gelling more with Gasol. So, um, true. Yeah. And he, he can hit the three a little bit. Not that he's going to save the day or anything, but, no, but I just think, fit, yeah, yeah, them. they're adjusting to their, their new situation. Um, but yeah, speaking of adjusting to new situations, uh, my okay. Okay. Award is going to Zach Levine, uh, hmm. and all of us adjusting to the situation that he has become on the court. Uh, this guy has been out of control. He he seems like he's taking it uh, to the next level. And uh, actually, you know, it's resulting in more wins. In Zach Levine's last eight games, he's dropped 281 points, uh, according to ESPN. And uh, the only other bull in that span to do that is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, typically when, uh, when you, when you play for the Bulls and you play well, uh, your stats go up with Michael Jordan's, uh, it's which, true. 
with a very obscure thing like that. But that's still, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to discount it or sneeze at it, but no. I mean, the okay, okay award is well deserved in this case. Um, yeah, no, yeah. he's um, he's emerged as um, an extremely well-rounded scorer. Um, I had him as I had him pegged early on in his career as um, just a guy who had super athleticism, right? Which is always when you're when you're a team that's drafting somebody, athleticism can carry somebody who's not necessarily skilled, right? Because you can athleticism is a good base, and then you build the skills from there, right? He's a guy yeah. who's He's got the basketball body. He can ju- he can leap out of the damn building. Um, mm-hmm. But now he's like popping up. Now he's like a three point shooter. He can just yeah. he's, he's jacking up threes, making them game winners. He's yeah. um yeah he's a legit like I mean I mean he's he's on the all star team now. So yeah. um yeah no he's he's amazing. He's I mean that's the guy. I I he kind of came out of nowhere as the guy that Chicago has to now build around, and they're contending basically to be in the playoffs this year. So, oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think with guys like him who he, he's pretty all around talented, but he's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. He's like a scorer. Um, I feel like from watching Kevin Durant develop, like, uh, Kevin Durant's first couple of seasons, especially his rookie season, he scored a lot of points, but, mm-hmm. uh, me personally, I was like, wow, this guy's like, uh, efficiency is trash. And like his field goal percentage yeah. is terrible. You know, yeah. he's just chucking, but you know, they knew, and most of us knew, you know, like he was what he would develop into. And you, so what's the point of doing anything else? Really? You know, like with a guy that talented, go ahead and let him get his hands dirty and make some mistakes and, yeah. and go ahead and prepare him for his like future role. And I, I think, uh, obviously Kevin Durant's special and it didn't take that long, but, um, Zach Levine to me has been going through a similar journey just, you know, through a longer period of time, but he's finally putting up the numbers with, uh, with good efficiency. I think he's, uh, like 86 percentile in efficiency or some shit in the whole NBA, uh, putting up 29, five rebounds, five assists. Um, if he were to continue the rest of the season with those numbers, uh, he'd be only the sixth player in NBA history to average 25 points while shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three and 85% from the free throw line. Uh, Yeah. He's he's tapping on, he's fucking knocking on the door. He's he's hitting, um, he's close to elite status basically. Um, as far as, as far as all-stars go, like there's all-stars and there's like, there's that elite category that he's kind of, uh, he's, he's knocking on the door. That's a great point. Are you, if I'm hearing you right, are you comparing him to Kevin Durant? No, no. And uh, certainly not Michael Jordan, but, uh, gotta love a good Michael Jordan cherry pick stat. But, yeah, um, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, uh, but just players in the mold of Kevin Durant that uh, that are like pure scorers. Yeah, he is in the uh, mold. He's built like him too. Well, sort of built like him. Not only yeah, anybody's built like Durant, but yeah. in his game and like uh, just scoring, just uh, a guy who you know, like what's this guy? If he was a specialist, what's he gonna do? And it's like just straight up scoring. Yeah, um, that's it. Like like I, Lou Will or some show. shit. But like mm-hmm. on a more advanced, higher upper echelon, like like Kevin Durant type guys, um, I think those guys need to have like the high volume shooting 
uh, yeah. even when they're off and and still going through growing pains and stuff because he just the ball. Yeah, because that's the only way that they learn how to do it uh, efficiently is by. It's weird. It's weird, but the only way for them to get better, as far as like you said, efficiency is to have them go through some years of where they're inefficient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just get. It's like it's like the games are almost like practice for them. Yeah, it's like all right, you want to do all this crazy shit? Like go out there and run around and knock your socks off, and then it's like you know a year or two passes, and it's like fuck, I'm not winning, and it's like okay. Now, fucking, let's get into the dojo. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, uh, you realize now that it's not just about that, you know? Yeah. And Chicago is seeing, and the Bulls are basically seeing the benefit of it now, right? It's, he's uh, he's way more efficient, and um, they're starting to actually, you know, win games, upset teams. So it's they're building they're building back better, as it were. Yeah. So. And uh, props to Billy D out there. Oh uh, yeah, Florida Guider. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I had a feeling he uh, he would be a somewhat of an improvement for them. I didn't know how much, though. Um, I mean, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's they are. I mean, where are they? I mean, they're tenth in the e, or excuse me, they're ninth in the ninth, east or yeah. of the heat. Um, eh, only three games under five hundred, six games back from the first from the first yeah. uh, first spot in the east. So, I mean, it's uh, yeah, they can they're doing damage. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, early in the season when when. Uh, Cleveland was getting all the Cinderella hype. The yeah. Bulls were kind of quietly there, and uh, it turns out they kept it up. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I've actually lost ten in a row. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is, so uh, and in a shortened season like this, they're like, I was actually talking to the we're the only Cavs fan in the world that I know, um, and he was like, Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think it's time to rebuild because the season in this shortened season, you're now what are we now thirty games in basically. And the season's down to 72 because of the pandemic. So we're nearly halfway for that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you have to start thinking now uh, about the trades you're going to make and how you need to handle the rest of this season. It's true. And uh, trying to draft Bronny James, baby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, you were joking. Okay. I wasn't, honestly, I, how old he is at the moment if Bronny james is like 17 i'm or brian james is 16 i'm signing him right now just just for <laughs> ticket sales alone back when we build back better and get the damn virus vaccine deep inside oh, me. <laughs> um oh. no i don't know but yeah that that's unfortunate because uh you want to you want to try to win those 10 games and uh i'm yeah. sure they were yeah. trying and uh yeah i wouldn't say they weren't trying but uh you know it's at some point you know i mean i still think they have a future with sex oh yeah the whole sex land uh you know thing that they're going on there in cleveland but um, oh yeah you know oh it's it's like any other rebuild take some time yeah yeah um but yeah okay awards going to the miami heat and zach levine for those you keep in score at home and uh i think that's the only time i'll ever do that Gotta give him credit. Gotta give him credit. Yeah, you, do. you do. But yeah, um, I think that's all we have for this episode. Uh, coming out of a snow apocalypse, and it's very, very fun. And uh, I'm super grateful to be back and have gone sure. through that. Okay. Um, hope everyone listening who is in the Texas area and all that that you guys made it through. Yeah, and, uh, stay safe out there. Uh, I think you, shelter if you have to. 
Yeah, thank you, John, for uh, filling me in on some of the things I missed while I was over here uh, climbing ice and learning how to start good fires and stuff. And boy, yeah, it uh, must be weird for a guy from South Florida to uh, have to now deal with all this. Yeah, uh, melting ice and uh, starting fires and stuff, not really my forte. So, uh, but I'll tell you what, man, now more than ever, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more interested in, in some survival skills after oh, our little okay. uh, crash course this week. Um, but yeah, now, now that all that's over, thankfully, um, you know, we'll be coming back at you every week, free ballers. Uh, and I'd like to welcome you along on our Blue Wire Hustle journey. And, Super excited uh, about this. Yeah, we're going to be moving on up over here. All you free ballers listeners, uh, buckle up. Yeah. Buckle up. Smash the like button, get some vaccines and whatever whatever ore fish you feel like getting the vaccine in. Yeah. Uh, Gently caress that subscribe button, y'all. <laughs> I mean... <laughs>